That'll work just Except the same. Except doesn't want any just in case he needs it. The rest of you uh, will send in the uh, squirrel should it be needed. Okay, so okay. right, let's go. Cool. Anyway, let's deal with the actual threat, and then you can, you can, you can, uh, you can talk to me like a little bitch later. Right. Um. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Madame Draconis. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrew world of Aerith in the Kingdom of Sleeker. Joining you for this week's episode, we have Darren who plays the High Elf Artificer Reigns Haddow. How do? We've got Will who plays the Human Cleric Emron. Howdy. Callum who plays the Warforged Artificer Alpha. Hey there. We've got Ian who plays the Tiefling Warsera Nix Corral. Hello. We've got Will who plays the Dragonborn Druid Baal Valcon. Hi, do. My name is Mark and I'm playing the Human Blade Singer Seth Farrow Reaver. And last but my name is least is our Maestro of Magic, our Commander of Combat, the DMD of our D&D Dungeon Master, Danny. Bon bon bonjour. We find ourselves back at the old rickety ramshackled shop of old Gel. He huffs and puffs as he looks around and magically claps his hands and all items that are once on the floor are back in the shelves. He turns with a glint in his eye, holding out his orb. Oh, blue balls! Damn! The group decided to put on them sandals from the old Crisco, but not Bal, because he's a little bitch. Uh, then they came across this big old tower in the middle of the desert. Turns out from the signs, it looked like it was by order of Fizzlebang. Oh, shit, that's a callback. Nick's gone done, moves in. He finds out orcs. Oh, fuck, no, it's 12. There's 12 orcs. Not aggressive orcs, but they're moving towards Nick's and Seth. And uh, they get all close. It turns out those bitches are real. They're real orcs. They got hands on Nick's. They're grabbing him by the throat. They're pulling him back. Seth's getting a bit panicky, brings out his blade. That don't do fucking shit. And they throw Nix all the way out of that circle. Reigns goes ahead and shouts that super secretive phrase that he's going to be keeping to himself. Bell and Draconis, it was not very effective. Anyway, Nix gets a little bit grumpy, thinks, oh, this is a good idea. I'm just going to go stab this here Orky Ork. And there is a massive blue ball beam from the tower, and Nix gets yeeted 200 fucking feet all the way back. And at once, the group turns to help Seth, thinks, oh, I'm going to do a misty step. Reigns thinks, I'm going to let my little metal boy do the trick. Ball turns into a camel, but what's that? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Oh, no, it's Holy Boy. He jumps to the rescue and crisis averted. And just when we think that's the end, oh, no, it ain't. There's some sort of hawk falling before the group. Turns out this hawk done said to the group, help, myself and my comrades are in danger. I've lost half my men and civilians are alive and I must go. And then the bird done did fly away and it looks like the group have got some choices to make. Let's see what happens. It's the bird, Mickey. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas boy. Oh, boy. That's, oh that's boy. not that. Howdy, I'm still no clear as to what happened. N- none of it is planned, so <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that was that was excellent. That was so good. Well done. So well. good. Until next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've peaked again.
So you find yourself now about a quarter of a mile away from that tower, about from that that radius of orcs, heading back in the direction of your original journey. The now airborne again hawk is flying in that same northeasterly direction that Baal has been guiding you all towards. It's after midday again, so you're you're past the hottest point of the day, but you are now walking uh, with the sun ever increasingly behind you. This dull heat you are becoming accustomed to is almost like you are wearing a second coat. Uh, The reprieve of night is still a bit too far away, and you're about to embark on whatever comes next. Nyx. I won't say, well, I will say, significantly wounded, moving it a bit more fragile than usual. How do you all want to proceed? How long has passed since kind of regathering Nyx? Because Baal turned into a camel. Um, still so be my... in camel form, just, just moments. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I think I had Nyx up on my back yeah, at some right point. Finally got that ride, Nyx. Finally <laughs> got that ride. We. Okay, then yeah, I'm I'm plotting on still in camel form, unable to. So, what's the plan then? Are we going to go and help these folk who sent this bird? I I I mean, and Nick turns to you, and he's kind of the sun. If you squint real fucking hard with your eyes, with the sun there, Nick's is kind of ripped off a little bit of his shirt, and he's tied it around his head, and he's trying to almost look like Lawrence of fucking Arabia as he's mm-hmm. on this desert on top of a camel. Yeah, boy. Um, well, I guess that's the only thing we can do right now, unless anyone's got better ideas. I've got a different plan. Uh, I don't agree with it, but I'm going to say it anyway. You we don't agree with your own plan. Well, no, I'm just giving you all options, you know, being impartial to plan making the decisions in which we undertake. All for it, plan- just making sure you agree with your own plans. Oh, no, I don't at all. But we could just fuck off the hawk and leave it and continue on our way. We've got some obcrisco to fuck up, ain't we? Y- yes, but I think, you know, these people need help and we're in a position and we have the abilities that mean we can help folk. So yeah, I you know, agree. We should do. That's <laughs> uh, a very good point. That's what I thought. I mean, Bal spit once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> Is this heading towards Scorchelm? So Bal's head kind of twists around to you and you see, you're pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> you can see like a camel smile uh, at the mention of, of you telling him whether or not to spit. And uh, I not guess... At me, the, not the, at me! <laughs> The question resides instead with our DM. Do I know this to be en route? Yeah, so it's the, the hawk is headed back in that northeasterly direction that you have been following uh, relentlessly. Awesome. I will spit the appropriate number of times. Uh, not at you, not forwards, just, just down spit the floor. If I can. Camel spit. So does that mean yes or no? I did. That, I means, yes, that means yes. yes, okay, yes. Cool, we're, going, right, we're heading towards Scorch. So it's, it's on the way that we were going. There Makes is sense. there is one thing that we have to watch out for. And by the way, I agree with what everything everyone has said so far, but one of us is a walking death clock right minute. So I, mean, I didn't get oh, hurt. Yes, that that's bad. me. No, oh. not you. I mean Alpha. Sorry. It's all right. It is all right. Alpha, it's what still... do you think? It is <laughs> en route, and I believe a civilization out here in the desert 
may possibly have supplies, resources. It has been somewhat of a treacherous journey so far, and we have been somewhat unprepared. Next time we long rest, I shall be able to have a look at him again and maybe be able to work out how much he's changed and whether we can get an idea of it, because we still have no idea how long it's going to take death to catch up with Alpha. I am feeling fine. Although you, you, you look at Alpha and you can tell he's not. He's definitely not. He's very distracted. He's very just kind of lapsadaisical in everything that he does. Contemplating his mortality, perhaps. <laughs> he's very confused. Okay, so is everyone in a position to be able to go into what could be a fight? Well, NC has used some of my abilities to keep Nyx alive. Which, Thanks which, for that, which, by which the way. Was, yeah, which was which was worth it. I'm, I'm sure we all agree that's the right thing to do. Yeah, but well, yeah, I just I I, I got you, Nick. It's all good, it's all good. But but that that is a factor. I am I am at one third of my potential in terms of arcanic ability. I've used all my uh, first level spells <laughs> because they're they're, my, they're these tabs on the side of my book. You see, I'm not I'm not lettering it. They they stick out to the side. I level them because they get harder to to stick onto oh, okay. the page. Uh, so I've got none of them, but I've got some other shit I can do. Well, Nick, one other thing I can feeling? do. I feel a little worse for wear health wise. Like I've been through a fucking laser beam. <laughs> other than that, though, I'm pretty sure I can help. Maybe if I stayed at a distance. Uh, okay. My book feels still potent with arcanic ability and Baal your everyone just looks at the camel I suppose you're okay you'll ride a camel into battle spit once <laughs> for yes twice for no <laughs> why did I get the sense of that the first time I mean I <laughs> am I right in thinking a camel can nod <laughs> yeah <laughs> so camel Baal will be nodding uh <laughs> Rather than spitting, you retain, you retain your intelligence. I know. Like, <laughs> okay, so we get close. Um, I'll want to put my armor on before we get there. So you when can we're put about your arm around, pardon? I pull you up. No, no, put my armor on. Armor. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the same as Emron, but mine's quite quicker. Yeah, I'll need I'll need about ten minutes to get my armor on. To, How long do you need to get it off? I don't know. It's it's very weird because you know what? I reckon I could put a shoot a chainmail on in less than ten minutes. But you know, it's not me. It's what's written in the book. Um, <laughs> what book? There's so uh, much the, meta going. On. Book of the world. <laughs> so man. Book of the world. Do you not know that in in basic blacksmithing it clearly states armor must take ten minutes heavy armor to get on and off. Seth's going to look over the hawk. At which point you can do it in six seconds. Seth's going to look over the hawk. Hey, how long till we get there? <laughs> Does he respond? No. <laughs> Ball, it's maybe about it 400 feet away from you in the sky. Oh, shit. Well, I, I, um, I suppose as we get closer, we might be able to get a sense of, you know, if there's smoke or whatever, we'll be able to gauge our distance and go, right, we're about 10 minutes out. I'll put my chainmail on as I walk. It'll be fine. Ball, are we five miles away? Spit once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> Bile's just going to carry on walking. <laughs> I don't think he knows. Anyway, do we know the name of the place we're going to? Does it no, have a name? It, just it, just helped, it just said help, didn't it? Help myself and my comrades are in danger. Civilians, something. 
uh, DM Reigns is going to look to the sky. Is is this? Uh, this is this is pretty much a wilderness, right? Is this mm-hmm. bird pretty much the only the only creature that that we? Can oh yeah, spot on yeah. You haven't seen anything other than sandy insects for for a very long time. I suggest if we keep moving, we can follow we can follow that thing back to where it's gone. Oh, I think that was, yeah, that was the plan. That was the plan, but, but there was no other option, really. That was literally what we were doing. Well, then, we know, then why did you ask if we know where we're going? We know where we're no, going. Following as the in, no, but the name of the place, like, did it have a name like, you know, Sand Castle or I don't know? Wait, bad guys. Bad guys, McHider. <laughs> Is there any tea left in your robot thing? Um, there's one left, but if I give you that, I'm then left with nothing but my dick in my hand in this fight. Why is your dick in your hand? It's not that fun. Uh, it's, it's a metal. It's, it's, it's a saying. It's a Bar saying. Spits. Not being much used. Is that shadow men thing? <laughs> How well, many shadow men have their dick ruffles, in their hands? That's very much the thing. But anyway, that, that, that's not the point. It, it's it, very it, hot. Alpha, you're sitting on a full reserve there. Can you help Nick's out? Of course, if he no, 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 Alpha, you keep them. I feel like you need them more. How injured does Nick's look? Not that look I'm okay. It. I mean, I can still, and Nick's will just kind of on a scale of one to whatever your maximum hit points are. Where are you? <laughs> God's sake, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to answer that. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll make a perception check if I have to. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can if you're trying to perform like you're well I'm trying Nicks. to perceive how injured Nix is and whether he's putting on a show sure Nix if you're trying to perform being healthier than you are then roll performance for me and then Emron roll perception take okay. your passive if it's higher okay well I got a natural one so okay. there's a four um, genuinely though I got I'm, 19 I'm doing alright I'm 22 out of 31 if you must Okay. Know. so he looks Re- injured but he not. looks injured, but he doesn't look at death's door. That's no. yeah. Okay. I was just looking for a little tap. So I rolled quite well on those heels. I, I last time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. I'm 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 good. I okay, just... right. So and everyone looks around the group. Okay. So when we get there, if there is if it is fighting, obviously Seth and I will go um up close and personal. Baal will probably do whatever he wants to do, not quite sure. He's, I'm a bit, a bit sure of his combat abilities at the moment. Um, you can rain down lightning and hell fire and that kind of stuff. And the rest of you provide some range support to Seth and myself and Baal, potentially. Sure. We've I never mean, really can... had a, uh, a a chat like this before when we, we coordinate tactics before Strategy. going into a battle. Yeah, I, like I like this. This, this is this, new. Normally, this... we kind of just all do what we want. I this just thought good I'd... influence. I've brought, brought some, you know, structure to your command sequence. So you're this very is welcome. your doing, Seth. Of course, there's no other way. I, I added so much to that conversation, you know. <laughs> uh, but I agree. I think uh, exactly what Emron said. Um, it's a sound strategy. I think we I use cover, obviously, for our ranged support. Um, and Emron tried to keep up. <laughs> as, as Seth says cover, are we just surrounded by sand? Yeah, like hide in the sand. There's, there's hole. like dunes. It has a like a waviness to it. It's not flat. Ah, an undulation. Mm, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a good idea. But um, uh, who are we killing? Are we assuming this is going well, to we, be a Krisker we, we, or we, bandits or some cunts? I, I don't know. I'm hoping it'll be obvious when we get there. The message yeah. is a bit like, oh, civilians and my men are getting killed. So I think we look at whoever's defending the civilians and help them out. 
Right, okay. But if there is any moral issue, like who is the good guy, who is the bad guy, are we just killing them all? Or no, no, no we don't. We don't just kill everybody because that'd be that'd be you know that's, that that's would quite morally bad. That would be bad. Yeah. So uh, I'll just go off your lead for that. You uh, yeah, you kill and I'll I'll follow. We'll assess the situation as we get there. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll follow, but you'll be I'll be in front of you because I'll yeah, be quicker you will, as you're a, a bit you remember. You're a bit you're a bit spire on your feet. Then I can. I can prepare my suit for either front range combat with yourself, Emran, or I can prepare it for, for back range combat. Back range? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you eat? Something dodgy? No, it's it's a- whatever you think is. <sighs> Depends how you feel on the day, right? <laughs> Not for me. Okay. <laughs> let's Nibbles let's take it. If, if need be, Reigns, if it looks like this is something that actually from range support you'd be more effective, I'd go that way. Sometimes I like to flip a dice or a coin. That's easier. Two sides, front and then back. Maybe you can have a coin. I've got like, I've got a coin if you want to flip. We got and then you go into battle and you're like, boom, or in any situation, and you flip the coin and like maybe heads is front and tails is, you know, back. Good plan. I will remember this. <laughs> Right, let's get a trudge on then. I, I boys. assume we're I assume we're walking and talking. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. But I'm like, let's concentrate on walking <laughs> to get there quick. Oh, you want you want to skip? To, you want to fast travel now and skip the cutscene? Can I do the scene from uh, the Mummy when they're all on the camera to go? Yip 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 yip. You want to be Rachel Weiss? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'd love to be Rachel Weiss. She's well. Amazing. I've actually got a uh, speed of fifty feet, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna entertain that thought, and I'm gonna start gunning it up to full movement speed. Yes! Bye, bye. And, and as they watch that, everyone's gonna be like, "Brilliant!" Saw so that plan of us working together just working out really well. Good. <laughs> this could be. It, it should even out. It should even out because you can only be in that shape for an hour, and you refuse to wear the shoes. So by hour two, everyone's caught up with you. Oh yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I've, got, I've got now. two hours. I've got two hours of this wild shape, but um, yeah, okay, definitely that. Remind me what the shoes do again. They, they minus one to your AC, but they reduce yes. the um, difficult, difficult terrain. terrain cost of sand. Make of you feel course, thank you. That's worth it. I thought, I thought just everyone remembering that because mm-hmm. it'll have some AC. As I understand it, it's only Bile not wearing it. So everyone should yeah. be experiencing a minus one My AC at the moment. Are they attuned? Yes. yes. Oh, I can't. Yep. Yes. So I'm no longer attuned to the, the, the ball that defies gravity but makes me icky. That's That's been unattuned. I've only got two things. Oh, look at me. I've got things I've got to attune to. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the desert and maybe you can buy some things that you can attune to. With all of our money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't you have a massive? Back. Aren't you sitting on a massive horde? Forget yeah, you're like. Listeners, if you'd like to go back and listen to salty, salty McBenner when driving, <laughs> <laughs> that was. So McBenner is wealthy so as funny. fuck. He is sat somewhere on a beach with a little coconut and a little umbrella with his catskin coat. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. You think that's what he's doing now? Yeah. That oh, <laughs> snap. To be fair, he's, I need to talk to you. He slapped he's, you down with some DM lord. So I do need to talk to you about stuff as well. Anyway. Well, Danny's spoken to me about what happened to that ship, and I've gone go nuts. So, <laughs> Well, that, that that was what I was going to have a chat because I had in my mind, like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, let's not worry about the people who are dead at sea. I mean, I mean, let's look over there. A thing. That's a sand dune. Fuck off, Emron. Let him continue. 
<laughs> so I, I imagine you don't necessarily choose any other course of action than to follow this hawk. Uh, and I'll narrate what the journey is like and at any point where your characters will naturally just have a moment, just indicate that. But you depart just after midday. You approach late afternoon and you are still heading in this direction. You notice that it takes a couple of um, a couple of hours really for you to get the pacing right where the hawk remains at a, a steady distance. There's times where the hawk has to sort of roost temporarily. You guys catch up, then it flies off quite far ahead. Uh, and you guys, you never really lose sight of it because you're able to navigate these dunes so that you always sort of find the high ground at moments where you need it. But the, the terrain is pretty unrelenting and, and it, it is it is much of the same. You, you are getting so tired of this tedium of dredging through this sand that you almost forget what solid ground feels like. The occasional point where you come across a cluster of rock and you stand on it and your body almost feels a lift from feeling some sort of structure underneath it. Otherwise, it's like wading through uh, very shallow water all the time. It gets to sunset now at this point and you've noticed from your days in the desert that there is the 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 dusk period lasts a bit longer because of the way in which the sun just bounces light across the sand in in urban areas in wooded areas dusk is quite a short period but but dusk is about a two-hour event here in the sands and just as you get to that point where the very uh top visible tip of the sun is below your your horizon behind you and you're relying on that glow from the sands before the the moon appears you just see in your distance the trajectory and pattern of that hawk immediately change from its sort of um energy conserving glide that it has been in for for the entirety of the afternoon and it just almost like a it's seen prey it just drops 200 300 feet out of the sky down and you sort of step uh you, you travel around a few more dunes to get to get the uh, the angle on where it is it's it's sort of uh dove dive duck dodge ditched doven <laughs> where it has you dived hawk, you can dodge a ball that's it couldn't find the word where it has dived uh and you spy in the distance uh coming over a it's about a mile away at this point coming over another dune this trail of smoke into the evening sky and if you continue to sort of get an angle on it eventually you see a small fire a number of bodies lying down a number of bodies standing up and what looks like uh, a cart of some description but you are about a mile away. It's going to be very difficult to tell from a mile away. But is there any glint of purple? I know, like I might at, not be able at to night. Tell that at all, but I'm with you. Um, yeah. I mean, you could make a perception check at, or investigation check at disadvantage here. Uh, yeah, that's absolute balls. Um, three. Everything is shades of grey apart from what the, the flame is hitting. And even then, it's just shades of flamey grey. Seth's going to have um, reached into his pack and pulled out his of Chris Cre um, 
cloak and will kind of don that over the top of everything, hoping to um, dissipate any glare or glint in the closing minutes, closing minutes of light to kind of um, hide himself a little bit more, obscure himself, or maybe make it look like he's a member of the Abkriska just in case. Okay. And one will put his armor on. Um, and then if it starts to get dark, um, I'm going to cast light on my hammer. Yeah, you, you've got maybe 10 more minutes of, of visible light. Okay, so I'll make sure that my hammer is lit so we can see where we're going. And obviously we have our um, objective. How far? How, how long will it take us to get there? About a mile, accounting for Baal moving a bit slower. Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, Reigns then, is yeah. going to turn to Nyx and go, Nyx, last time we encountered a bunch of ne'er-do-wells who had hostages, you were you were quite good at silver sweet talking them and, 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 and getting their guard down. What's your assessment of this? What are these for? I hope they don't have a laser <laughs> uh, is my first instinct here. I'm, I'm a little bit, I don't know. Uh, Reigns, I'm not, I think not maybe feeling, it's because I'm in this feeling, new area and I, I'm, I'm not yeah. feeling. I feel you. Not feeling the charm game tonight. That's fine. That's fine. We have, we have, we have different, we have different approaches. I'm, I'm just a bit wary is all. Seth's yeah, going to lean you. over his shoulder. Seth's going to turn turn over his shoulder and just say over his shoulder to Reigns, don't change the plan. We've got a plan. Let's just stick to it, bro. All right. Fair enough. And with that then, Reigns is going to just step out of the sandals um, and he's just going to just say to NC, NC, we're going to run a looking like maybe we've got some good on obscured Satlands here. Let's run Protocol 2 and the Rubik's Cube will just come flying up with NC. Reigns will grab it, shove it into the chest of um, his his breath, his, his kind of like Shadow Mendian uh, tunic. It will, the, the, the two, the two sphinxes on it, the Ando Sphinx and the Gyna Sphinx, will, their hands will come out and grab the Rubik's Cube and the suit will just start to form around Reigns. Mm-hmm. Alpha is going to bring Beta is a little mini cannon, just uh, active. Mm-hmm. If I may, there is a slight adjustment that I have attempted, and I would like to experiment to see if this works. Beta, would you mind? And he's actually going to spray all of you. Um, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a very sweet smelling, um, like green mist spray. It's pissing it's, on you. Don't it's just kind of what covered the fuck is that all over Alpha? you, bro. Your um, cannon just pissed on me. <laughs> it is all right. It should help. Um, should help um, how? You need to explain yourself and ask permission. You can't just piss on you. Really, I rolled that. I'm using my uh, protector feature mm-hmm. for my cannon um, for a change. So you all get well. Four temporary hit points. Nice. Uh, I'm annoyed, but I feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I can keep it. We all get that. Thank you. Yeah, everyone gets it. Any creature within 10 feet, so I'm assuming I'd be able to get all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah. Yeah, Malfalfa, that's that's mighty useful. It's experimental, but hopefully it will help. Some of the best experiences are always experimental. I'm going to also take off my sandals, kick mm-hmm. off my sandals after seeing Reigns do it and think, oh, that's a good idea. And we're walking slow anyway because of the old ball. Um, so, yep. Those, those sandals, um, because they're attuned, will take an hour to unattune. 
I'm going to put my sandals back on. But Rains, my ACs go down to 13. Rains did do it. So that's just a, a point of order. Like, if you want to do that, technically I'm, by the rules, yeah, you'll, you'll be waiting an hour. Nah, you know what? I'm going to go into some sort of battle, and movement is key, probably for me. So I'm going to keep them on. Okay. Good conversation. <laughs> and if Emron's lighting up his hammer, uh, Bar will once more unhook the shield beneath his cape. Mm hmm. Uh, to bring it out, this big rotted kind of slab that is ablaze. Mm -hmm. It's just on fire. There's no heat coming from it at all, but it is just this burning uh, that, that gives out a light source as well. So those are the two light sources that the party are presenting? Yep. Okay. And how would you like to advance? Uh, preferably going forwards. Um, yeah. Am I going to be at the back? Enron <laughs> will um, take the lead. Got his shield out, got his hammer out, armor on, um, <coughs> shoes still on, and then yeah, let's go. Take okay. Beta with you. He would prove most useful in close quarters combat. Okay. And he's kind of offering Beta out to them. Okay. So you advance down this dune, and you're sort of, it's sort of, um, it's sort of a downhill location where you're heading. It's not a uh, direct downhill, you sort of have to converge and, and, and meander and wind through other dunes to get there. Um, but it is lower than your current position. You descend for, I'll take this in, in stages and if people want to stop, they, they, they have that option. You descend to about a three quarter mile distance. So you're walking for about five, six minutes. Um, it's getting darker. So the, the information you're expecting to see isn't forthcoming because it's progressively getting darker as you're getting closer so it's almost like you're moving at the same rate as as the information you'd expect to gain you get within about half a mile to moving for 10 minutes and you notice that only a handful of those figures have really been sort of moving around um there seems to be some sort of repetitive activity moving these sheets onto the back of a cart from that this distance you're about half a mile out now get to about quarter of a mile and you know you've been seen because two of the individuals are sort of waving back. Um, uh, at one point, there is a, a, a part of the the fire is being sort of lifted and, and, and waved in a torch fashion back in your direction. From, from about quarter of a mile, you're seeing two um, uh, halfling dwarf or gnomish figures uh, and two human elven um Medium-sized creatures, if like, so, two small-sized creatures, two medium-sized creatures. So Emron is going to raise his hammer uh, above his head, the the head glowing uh, in the night sky, uh, in the night, and he's going to wave it back uh, in reciprocation of the gesture from the people at the fire, hopefully giving off the impression uh, that, that you're at a Coldplay concert. <laughs> <laughs> para, para, paradise. Oh. Paladin. Nice. <laughs> oh, snap! And they reciprocate and continue to wave until both parties are within about a quarter of a mile of each other. Uh, and at this point, you sort of see them uh, present hands, but they aren't drawing any weaponry. They aren't acting with hostility or aggression. Subtly, they may be doing other things, but you can't really detect that at this distance. You're about a quarter of a mile away. Sorry, Emron. There are four of them we can see, yeah? Yes, there are four of them stood. There are bodies. How many people lying down? Uh, do a perception check for me. Okay. 
we need to we need to make some movements on that song Paladin from Coldplay because <laughs> that's that is twenty two. Twenty two. There are four bodies stood. Yeah. There are fourteen bodies lying down. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I uh, just quick huddle, huddle in, guys, just really quickly. Um, quick show of hands. Who who can actually see in the dark without the need for light? Yeah, I'm, Nick I'm good puts for that. his hands up. All right, excellent. So here's my thinking. Um, the four, the other ones of us, the three of us, four of us. Fuck me, Alpha, Baal, and Imran. We keep going as one group. You two go off to one side in the darkness just in case this goes pear-shaped that might give us an advantage you're gonna need that back door thing reigns (laughs) oh that that, yeah i can do that i don't know what it means but just you can be our element of surprise when shit goes down then you can if it goes down you can you can do and i'll get emron to wait actually fuck it i could wave you see in the dark i'll wave to you if it's all 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 right and you can come out but if I start killing shit, then obviously you kill shit too, yeah? Yes, yeah, so if you see explosions, you know shit's gone wrong. That's it. What do you think? Okay. Can I just make a perception check on the nearest body? You say it's lying on the floor. Is it actually breathing? You're a quarter mile away? A quarter mile away. Is it too far away I mean, for that? I mean, okay. I mean yeah, I mean, I've got that. <laughs> In that case, like, I, I weren't sure how far away we are. So Carl's ice lenses. Um, In that case, just while we're in this little hustle thing created by Seth, I feel I should mention we should be aware that this could be a trap. We That's why bodies on the floor. Put, put but those put those guys we out would there. Be heavily outnumbered. If and one of the best ways to work lying. out if it's a trap is to spring the trap. I like that you, does not know. sound like a logical solution. Let's go stand on the bear trap. That also sounds like a copyright infringement, but but <laughs> sure, we'll go with it. Um, so, uh, Reigns, you take the right. Nick can take the left. Get out of our light source. So you're, um, so we're splitting up. No, I think me and Nick should stay together. I feel like Seth, you guys it, need to get it, it facts your idea, together. Man. Like maybe Seth and Emron, yeah. you need to go and huddle, as you say, Seth, yeah. and decide the land of play. I thought that Seth said me and Reigns go one way, and I you guys mind. go the other. Yeah, I think I think that's best because then we got two eyes from one direction on you, and if Nick right. sees something that I don't. I can don't forget whilst I maybe stay okay, okay, and yeah, see yeah. as a portable healer. But tech. no, no, okay, no, sorry, no, I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys want to hold each other's pockets. It's all good. Don't worry. Skid <laughs> in the dark, even though you can see it. No, it's all good. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I think that'll work just Seth the same. Seth doesn't want any healing just in case he needs it. The rest of you uh, will send in the uh, squirrel should it be needed. Okay, so okay. right, let's go. Cool. Anyway, let's deal with the actual threat and then you can you can you can uh you can talk to me like a little bitch later. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the vote of confidence though, Ryan. I do appreciate it. Um okay, so we'll just give it a go. If I fuck up then you know we'll blame me. Uh but I think this might work. Good. You guys stay That's hidden. We'll go forward. We've got, we got all the light and um you know, take the attention and then you guys can can snipe from a distance if shit goes bad. Uh yeah, um but we do lose nicks for our mouth. You're the one that's good at talking, though, Nick. So who who's going to talk? I've always considered myself a charismatic chap. Yeah, do this, you then, this, 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 the approach to this might be more an Emron talk rather than a Nick talk. No offense, excellent, Nick. No, good hustle. Right, let's fucking do this and kill some shit, or not. I don't know. Or help people, you know. <laughs> yeah, through killing, obviously. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. 
So, Imran, you take the lead, but behind me. <clears throat> <laughs> Up to you. And off he's going to march. He's loving little, us. This little two step that Seth and Emron are doing just to see who's going to be down there first. You've got Emron is not racing. Okay. So the the two of you are leading with Alpha and Paul just behind, and then Reigns and, and Nix are, are moving circular around this scene. Is that right? I think the idea is for them to leave yeah. our yeah. 40 foot yeah. radius of light. Okay. Um, so you, you begin to close that distance and they've been watching you this whole time. So they have seen four figures, sorry, six split figures split yeah. into four. And like one of them is just pointing along the ridge where they think Nix and, and Reigns are moving. But you can see that they're trying to understand why you've split. And it seems to cause them to just become a bit more um, chaotic. You get to within about 200 feet at this point of the, the, the bonfire, uh, sorry, the, the, the sort of makeshift bonfire and the cart. And you're about 80 feet now away from one of those uh, individuals that's lying down. At the front of this, Emron and Seth, is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, I'm going to hang my hammer from my belt. And my, my shield on my back, the light is still active. Mm-hmm. It's still active as light, but I'm going to put my weapons away at this stage. Okay. And as you no, can no, pull them out really quickly, but yeah. Okay. Seth, anything Seth's from you? Nope, except he'll have his hand, one hand, his right hand, his sword hand up, kind of to show nothing's there, but his left hand is very much going to be on his final um, bookmark. He has a second level. Um, on, on, on not preparing anything but just kind of like he's ready but just in a way that most people wouldn't notice because there's no sword by his side mm-hmm. and uh, wearing yeah, your purple cloak yes absolutely but feigning an empty oh. hand yeah okay what does the dead body look like what's it wearing well that's the first time you've you're assuming the body is dead there is just oh, okay a laying a, a prone figure as you approach okay. it's about 40 feet of this it's an orc. It's not breathing, and there is blood all around the scene. Are they wearing any identifiable marks from this distance? From forty feet in the dark, with with just sort of the light of your torch, right? right yeah, yeah. You, you can't really tell. Okay, um, I'm going to keep going towards the people at the fire. Then I'm going to ignore the bodies for the moment. And go so towards the fire. You step past, and there is an orc. When you have to sort of step uh, really close to this corpse. There is another orc corpse to your right. There is an orc corpse to your left. There are multiple corpses as you move um, closer towards the, the scene. You get to about... Okay. Sorry, Seth. sorry to interrupt there. Yes. Did you want to say something? Yeah, sorry. Just I might um, whisk, kind of whisper, like throw a voice over the shoulder. Oh, Alpha, do you want to go check him out? We'll just go have a quick chat. I don't know. Well, you want to stay with us? I don't know. Fuck, this is all changing. <laughs> Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bal will will kind of, and he's got a light source as well, so he'll get closer to one of the orcs. And I guess the, the, the first connection in his mind as well would be, do these look similar to the ones that we encountered with the uh, Nyx Yeet from last session? <laughs> so, um, I should have called that the episode. Yeah. You... You have quite limited knowledge of Dralak, Baal. You've seen a very small corner of it. But the thing you've always been warned about is wild orc warbands 
wild orc tribes that, that really frequent the uncivilized areas of Dralak. Um, the orcs you encountered that were, were um, at the tower previously wore clothes and, and um, herald, well, heraldry, but, but tribal um, icons that, that matched that description, but they weren't behaving as sort of ruthlessly and bloodthirsty as you have been told. Um, these ones look really similar, really, really similar. And without really a more thorough investigation, you'd, you'd categorize them as being the same. Not the same individuals, but the same collective. Uh, sorry, just for clarity, the same collective as the ones we've seen earlier that day? Correct. Potentially. Okay, yeah. cool, thank you. There are all these um, uh, red-skinned orcs. That's their sort of unifying thing. They all have the same pigmentation of skin. Okay. Can I just quickly kneel down by one mm-hmm. and reach out a claw to its eye and just, if it, if the eye is closed at all, just open it up, just have a good look? Yeah, you open up and it looks like a, a an orc eye that that uh, it looks organic. Doesn't there's no sort of magical properties if that's what you're searching for. There is no yeah, obvious yeah. glow. Um, Perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Thank you. Okay. So Seth and. Carry on, well, please, Alpha. If you don't mind, just while I'm with Bar, while do, he's mind. doing that, um, can I do a medicine check disguised as a kind of Enron-style ritual? So I'm trying to make it look like I'm paying homage to uh, the death, like almost that funeral like rites, but I'm trying to blasphemy. find out, you know, okay, if so I can determine the cause of death or some. Two rolls then, a deception check and then a. Uh, medicine check and i'm shit at both so this is going to be interesting don't you Natural go one on the deception so that actually <laughs> <laughs> that's a great start everyone's gonna feel insulted by what you did like, yeah <laughs> you're that bad at it um and 15 on the medicine okay so you're quite unconvincingly and while you're even looking at alpha with a really odd sense of of confusion as he just sort of starts doing the the macarena around the the corpse um but as you get in close and you sort of begin to inspect you can sort of see that that this creature has been it has no no pulse the 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 blood is um relatively fresh it's not dry but the body hasn't gone into like rigor mortis or anything like that um they've been it's been slashed it's been it's sword sword or or blade combat at least that that has done this um across the chest across the, the, the into the throat there is um there is a deeper, uh, a, a, a longer-term um, series of injuries you encounter, like scarring and burning on the flesh that don't seem particularly um, uh, recent. They seem like they have happened over like that, that, that person's lifetime. But the most obvious thing is these, the stabbings, and that, that is where the, the, the body is now. Mm. That, how far away are seth and emron so they've they've maybe only walked on like another 10 20 feet at this point but then the the bonfire and the figures that are waving are about uh 120 feet away at this point oh, i'm gonna catch up with them okay then. yeah i i will attempt to catch up with seth and emron and just relay to them that um the orc's bodies seem quite fresh i believe they may have only died recently to multiple slashing wounds or other such implements like swords so either 
The people we're going to meet in just a moment's time are either survivors of orcs or the killers of orcs. Can we see well, the bird? Yeah, the bird is roosting on the cart. Okay, good sign. If the bird was roosting next to a dead body, I'd be concerned. <laughs> um, okay, and one's going to keep walking, walking forwards. Okay, and then you get to within about 60 feet of uh, both of these parties. And uh, the what you're seeing is two halflings, quite clearly, uh, an elf and a half-elf. The halflings are dressed in sort of desert-appropriate gear. They've got these these sort of sandy robes, um, sandals. They're traveling light. They're traveling relatively unarmed. Then you have these two figures in like this plate mail, this this heraldry, these purple robes over the top. And one just marks the light coming from all of you on Seth and steps forward and says, ah, good fortune, comrade, to find you in the desert of all places. You're not with us. Who is your captain? Where are you stationed? I'm uh, stationed not too far from here. Captain Yor is my commander. Yor? Yeah. There was something about civilians. The Orc sent a message. Yes, uh, come. We mean you no threat. You're, and again, looks at you quite puzzled uh, here, Seth. Who, you're traveling with mercenaries, other survivors on the road. Where is yeah? Where is the rest of people- your squadron? Many were taken in an attack not too long ago. I was one of the few survivors knocked unconscious and managed to survive face deep in the sand, hidden next to a river of running sand and shards of. God knows what. I woke up midway through the day. Not much to do, but everyone gone, the place burning. I walked for some time and came across this guy here. He points towards Emron. He was badly wounded, fighting off some what looked like children. He didn't do a very good job, so I managed to save him in the process. <laughs> uh, he uh, was eternally happy and he joined me for a while. On the remit of payment, of course. He's a mercenary like I am. Well, was before I joined us. Then... Uh, any points behind him. The two comrades behind, I found them both later on the road, lost, unsure of where to go. I told them I could take them under my wing and take them to somewhere safe, to my friends, to our comrades. And uh, <clears throat> the two on the hill over there, well, they came a bit later on, you see. Uh, I know you noticed them, but they are uh, other friends of mine that have, um, again, we've just established and found on the road, the sands seem to be filled with those running from danger, and you also look similar to this. Make a what persuasion check at advantage. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh. That was good then, uh, mate. Come on, sir. Thanks, man. Come thanks, man. That, that was, was real good. Uh, persuasion. Okay, I've got a fat old zero for that. Um, okay, it's a, a 14. 14. It sounds like you've been out in wilds longer than you'd like. We don't have much provisions, but please come and meet the captain. And as this uh, this figure turns, you're speaking to the, the half-elf. As this figure turns, you just see all these lacerations through the back of her plate armor that have just sort of sprung open. And she's sort of got grazes and cut wounds on the back. The, the, the robe is, is completely 
uh, ripped. It's more like just a shawl for for her. Uh, and she just she sort of heads back to the other three, uh, and she just announces, "Captain Gelnoth," and offers a hand to help uh, Gelnoth. And the the captain, the, the this el- high elven figure, steps through, raises one hand to you, and goes to raise the other, but hasn't got a hand. You can see that recently the there's been a, like a tourniquet and, and some emergency um, uh, first aid has had to happen to, in order to, to save something. And you just see this very pale, uh, poorly figure clutching, sort of stumbling towards you whilst using one of the, the, the uh, halflings as a, as a sort of half crutch almost, not in a, in a power play way that the halfling is helping this person. And this captain slowly the called half crutch. <laughs> there's, there's no need to get up. You, you can travelers. The captain says wearily, "This is quite fortunate. I'm sorry we aren't meeting in more accommodating scenes. I think you were just a bit too late responding to our message. Ah, uh, we we travelled as fast as we could. Thank you. Please, you must be weary." Come, come and sit. Just uh, as that happens and we start that movement again, um, Seth's going to turn to where he thinks uh, Nick's and Reigns have gone and kind of give like a subtle kind of wave over to them um, and uh, and then kind of follow follow Emron's lead over. It's We did not expect to see other members of the Crisco out here in the desert. We didn't... <sighs> We didn't expect to either. These two, and the captain gives quite a stern look to the halflings, and one of them steps forward and goes, all right, all right, I I am terribly, terribly sorry about all of this. I am. I am so sorry. I didn't know that this was all going to be a big doozy. I didn't. What about what you're sorry for? Well, me and me brother here, and the the one that hasn't spoken yet just looks a bit gormlessly, mouth agape at you and just nods. We're prospectors, see, and we we found what we thought was quite a, a lucrative site for a Keltrad uh, outcrop around here. Turns out that site was quite sacred to this lot, pointing at some of the uh, orcs that, that lay around the scene. Needless to say, we we had to run away quite fast. We had to run away quite fast. And, um, well, you know, we, we, we called for help. And um, uh, you thankfully came, Captain. And, um, well, it seems that our venture turned into a bit of a bloodbath. Were there any more of your companions that you lost, or is it just oh, you two? It's just just me and my brother. Uh, but I'm afraid that it looks like the captain's lost a few of um, his, sorry, men. Seth's going to turn to the captain and say, uh, how many of our brothers did you lose? Four. 
four good soldiers. I, I heard you serve under Captain Yor. You're not with the captain now? Something no, happened? A, we were attacked not too long ago. As I mentioned to your our brother here, uh, I don't know what happened to the captain. I couldn't find the body. But many of my companions were slain also. It seems to be a running trend. It could have been orcs. I don't know. But something came in and slaughtered us. I was face down in the sand, unfortunately. Didn't get a good look at them. But I got up and did what we are taught best. You know, find a way, keep fighting. That's what I did. <clears throat> I think we we really underestimated Jalak. It, it fights back in too many ways. You always a good woman. I... I served with her for a long time. We were friends. We were close once. I hope she's okay. Mm, me too. Me too. What's your next uh, move, Captain? Uh, do well, we need we... to get you somewhere to look at your arm? Uh, yes. Uh, it's a small price to pay for lives lost today. We'll... Return to the road shortly and re recuperate in Snake Run. You're more than welcome to join us. And the the halfling looked quite eager to sort of get back and nod appreciatively. And one of the the, the the brother of the one that hasn't so the one that hasn't spoken yet just sees Reigns and and Nix come into view and just just raise a finger and points mouth even more agape now at you two. Yeah, um, Reigns will come in and take in the scene. Um, question to the DM as I do that. Are, are there obvious signs of Keltrad here? Um, I mean, do you do you have a history of knowing what, what that looks like? Well, in... well Reigns, Reigns knows enough about Dash Calride to know that Keltrad is a, a, a very powerful uh, uh, hallucinogen that allows the Drake Riders to, to, to bond with their eggs and to ultimately hatch them. It's, it's what Syngar was addicted to. Um, if you recall back to the Shadamendian tale. So Reigns knows, because he knows of his lore of Dash Kaurai, Reigns knows that Keltrad is a hallucinogen. Yeah, to other so you're used to refined Keltrad. Here, it, this is yeah. where it, it, it's the source. This is crude. This exists in minerals, in rocks. This is this is mined. Um, you've seen nothing but tunes. Okay, okay, fine. Reigns will come in and go, well, this is, um, okay. Ah, oh, my good friend. Do you remember when I saved you not too long ago? And Seth's going to be winking very obviously at you. These are some of my companions when I, as I serve the Abkriskra. And these are some other members of the Abkriskra who have killed some orcs. And therefore, we are going to help them go to Snake Run. Right. Yeah. We've got um, a good plan. We've uh, we've encountered this 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 tribe of orcs. That we've heard of them, the nasty the orc tribes around here. Um, mm. Appreciate appreciate safe passage of the of the group. The half elf speaks up. You've seen more of them. Fuck. Uh, yeah, just just um, don't know if it's the same ones, but back that way with a with a with a tower. Oh no, that's the Fizzlebang's forces. They're not the, well. They are the same. Yes. Yeah, sorry, you could probably tell from the accent. Not, 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 
traveling to, mm. to Dralak, not not native. Um, I don't want to sound particularly race insensitive, but a, a bloodthirsty orc with an axe, I don't tend to like to get too close to study how similar they are. Are none of you from Dralak and filled your friend in? No, I don't think there's any of us. But well, certainly I'm not native to Dralak myself, so... In my current state, Captain, I uh, didn't ask many questions about where and why people were going. My main concern was survival. And uh, this lot are a handy bunch that we've accidentally accumulated. I'm sure they can't wait to get on their ways and um, ditch the locks of me and us. But uh, yeah, with heading the heading If you serve with your, you were based in Sleekguard, so I don't imagine you spent much time here at all. No, uh, it's not been. It's only been a couple of months since I've been here, and to be honest, I've been in the same place same camp for quite some time so no, it's all very very new to me right well these orcs the ones around us are wild orcs the orcs that you encountered near one of those towers those towers belong to the fizzlebang take a seat let me tell you a bit about how and none of you have been to Snake Run before or Scorch Helm in recent months? No. No, not in my time. Things have changed. Oh, that's... Any information you can give us about where we're going, because we were, we were heading in that direction anyway, get to the coast would be useful. During this time, could I... Could Seth just have a, a shifty side-eye over towards Baal and just see what... <laughs> how he's... <laughs> reacting to this because obviously fire and brimstone was his final request for all of Chris Crow. And here we are sitting next to him. He's doing quite well with him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so you're taking a seat. Your, I can see you silently seething, Will, and I wanted to know what, <laughs> what Baal might be uh, um, feeling about this. Exactly the same. Uh, I'm standing there, like, depending on your passive perception, you might see fingers twitching. Uh, his eyes have taken in the scene obviously he's been listening to what people are saying what's running through his mind right now is the the kind of the the conversations that we had after he went a little bit over the top at the past of christopher camp of maybe there's a greater evil to fight but he is having a massive inner turmoil at the moment he's he's kind of like i say fingers twitching um I, I mean, he's got the shield out in front of him as well, so he's he's lit up by his flaming shield, but he is just silent and staring, and uh, he looks like he is slowly boiling. You notice the, the half-elf has encouraged you all to sit, but the captain has been looking at everyone in the camp and just says, You there! Dragonborn, you seem uncertain. We mean you no harm. And he essentially holds up a stump. Uh, Baal will nod and not reply in words. He's a, he's a bit... Uh, we met him on the road. He's a bit untrustworthy of people he doesn't know. So he's a bit of a quiet type. So he takes a while to warm up to you. Which road, you know. which road may I ask? You're, you're, 
You haven't come from the direction of any known road to us. Well, we got a bit lost. We were, um, yeah, we were, we we're, we're some uh, amateur adventure personally. So um, I was we were following some you know information about stuff, and it turned out to be a wild goose chase, to say the least. The so names of roads I did not recognise, Captain. Uh, we followed the stars mainly at night, travelling as long as we could. We don't trust the maps. We didn't have many of them, you see. So even if you said the name of the road we travelled on ourselves, I would not know it as the name of the road that we travelled on. I wouldn't even know road. it was a road. It all saw desert to me. Exactly. So I'm very glad you might feel you mean us no harm, but know that we are literally wandering in the desert lost. So uh, we, were, we were aiming for Snake One, and we thought if we headed sort of eastwards of wherever yeah. we, where we started, yeah, as 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 I was saying, um, the big border that the Dralak has with Sleet Garden, there's plenty of ways in, not many roads, as I'm I'm sure you yourself are aware. As hence you find yourself out here. Well, we are a patrol from the road between. Snake Run and Steelhorn. That is our post. We only deviated from the road to assist these two, and she gives a sharp look to them again. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm a little behind in my geopolitical knowledge being from Charlemagne. I, it's reached the other side of the world that you're, that Chris grew up present in Sleep Garden. It hadn't reached me that you were this present in Dralak. That's all. It seems. You there, soldier. Looking at you again, Seth. Name. Seth. Private Seth. When we get to Snake Run, you may free yourself of your travel companions. You may join my regiment in lieu of Captain Yours' presence. See to it. I'll arrange for your transfer papers as soon as we get back to uh, the office. Yes, Captain. Now, sit, join with me. I believe my associate here wishes to tell you more about the locale in which you find yourselves. And you watch this ah. captain just sort of really delicately, uh, almost like puts on a brave face there to give that instruction and then really is injured and sort of just retreats a bit onto the side of the cart. The two halflings... Uh, are sort of going around and um, they, uh, there are two bodies loaded into the back of the cart, clearly wrapped in, in these white fabrics. And they've got two more and they're going to the other uh, human bodies. There's two remaining human bodies that are out amongst the sands and begin wrapping those. You're all invited to sit. The Everyone goes and sits. The half-health says... So, if you haven't been to Dralak in a while, you may not know of the Tri-Crown Agreement. And she looks amongst all your faces to see if this rings any bells. Seth's going to be nodding no. at this. Okay. There was a royal line once here in Dralak, the Sorrow Wind royal line. The king, uh, I forget his name, was ill. 
All three of his sons served the hailstorm surge. All three went to the last scene of the blight. None returned. When the line ended, the nobles of Dralak concluded that monarchy wasn't to be its future any longer. There was no heir. Instead, there was coin. And so Dralak has now become a merchant republic, not a kingdom run by kings or queens. Its rule goes to the three highest bidders. Every two years, one of those seats becomes available again. Its inaugural leadership is made of three powers, three players. One to be given the rule of Dralak's waters, one Dralak's roads, and one Dralak's wilds. All are responsible for protecting its people. The wilds were given to Lady Edna Fizzlebang IV. And she looks as though none of you mark that name particularly well. Dralak's Waters to Lord Vossen, Master of Trade. And Jalak's Roads to Delmon Trace and the Criscra. The orcs you saw, the tower. You're in the wilds. You are in the realm of Fizzlebang. Fizzlebang is one person. In order to protect a kingdom, she converted those who would be a nuisance to this land, these orcs, into militia, armies, guards to protect its people. These creatures that would once cause havoc and disorder now protect its farmers, its prospectors, its, well, everyone. There are some that have escaped the tower's influence somehow. This is the first time we've ever had to deal with, with them on this scale. When we arrive in Snake Run, if you haven't visited, you'll see all three powers exist. They do in towns and cities. Don't be alarmed. A lot of people, when they see the orcs for the first time, either get very brave, very stupid, or very scared. Well, that's, that's useful to know. Um, that explains a few things. I appreciate you explaining that to us. Uh, being well informed, maybe means we can make the right decision when they go to town, obviously, and when I join the captain. <clears throat> yes. Please, rest here. You won't want to travel into this. We're not sure that they're still out there. We're not sure we killed them all. 
there is comfort in numbers. Indeed. There's also comfort in safety. How about we just go out and kill them now? You might be injured, but we are not. If it's all the same, I'd like to get home. I don't want to take that think, risk. I don't think you like the idea of running around in the dark, Seth. It's not like we could do it subtly. Yeah, and they know this this terrain much better than we do. So yeah. they Understood. might find us before we find them. It is true. Well, uh, thank you for your hospitality, and I can't wait to join you, Captain. But for now, I've uh, I feel like some of some of my men are quite tired, and possibly might want to uh, sleep. <clears throat> Maybe we'll take ourselves just away from you all to uh, sleep. Don't travel far. We've set a perimeter. We'll stay within it. We'll take the first watch. We'd appreciate it if we could divide it and share between the rest of you. Good night. Good night. And uh, Seth will kind of get up and uh, uncertainly choose a random direction and just start taking a few steps towards it whilst kind of using his head as like a pointing thing to, to bowl and kind of going, come on, come on. Just as you start to corral like that, the captain just offers one more challenge to you, Seth. Fuck. And asks the following. Oh, God. The sun shines bright over Erith and then looks expectantly at you. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and Seth's going to give a thumbs up. Oh, God. <laughs> and then a salute. Uh, and then we'll continue walking away. <laughs> uh, Captain, Captain nods and sits back down. Can, can I be... <clears throat> Can I read into the captain's body language mm-hmm. based on Seth's answer? I love that answer. <laughs> yes. I, love that. I got nothing. Yes. Make, make an yes, insight it check. Does. <laughs> I got nothing. What did it mean? Has it got? Have I? Not? That's a twenty-five on my insight with a natural twenty. Seth's mind. Just that was went it. Into say something smart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doesn't have to be anything. Just say something. Say okay. anything. That was a cool and response. Yes. Expectation. And does the captain look like he's happy with the response that was given? Captain is hard to read. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you take oh, yourself God. away as a group. Formulate a, a, a sleeping circle or whatnot. Yep. I'll give you this time to say anything you want to say. Has um has has Nick's uh, entered back or has he stayed out of, out of dodge? No, the whole time. So it was it was awkward when Reigns just got up and left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you going? But Nick's didn't make a sound because uh, he saw that you turned, uh, Seth turned and kind of half semi 
small waved um so watched reigns kind of get up and and go but nick's just stayed on the outskirts throughout that entire conversation didn't hear i assume didn't hear from the distance looking at if you're over 40 yep. feet away that's fine so nick's not knowing much entered this scene separated with reigns but has really good dark vision and has just seen a horde of orcs that yeeted him, not the same ones, but the same sort of, you know, same species, uh, cut up and bloodied. And then he surveyed exactly what's just going on, just as a silent film. But so the Crisco's wearing their robes, right? Oh, yeah. And they are bloodied. Some are missing limbs. Mm-hmm. And he is just like, nope, no, there is a hard nope in this situation because he's confused and a little scared and also very distrusting over everything that's going on. So he's watched everything happen and then watched the, the his friends separate from this with no, looking particularly at Baal, no hint of a battle. Because Nix was starting to prepare spells in his head of what can what he can do, uh, but he's just kind of seen this split, almost like it was amicable, and he's just kind of really confused and out the loop. <laughs> and they walked off. Now I don't know if they walked towards me or they walked in a different direction. But Nix is quite happy just being in that kind of clouded mindset right now, where he's just unsure. What's transpired? Adele's just appeared on my TV. Yeah, that, that, that was disturbing. <laughs> that and Adele on. is watching you. Um, how far away? I'm going like 20, 30 TV. feet away from Say, their fire. Ask again, sorry, Emron. Have we gone like, I, I was looking towards Mark, so Mark was on the leanings away. Have we gone like 20, 30 feet away from them, would you say? Just out of earshot, just so we can have a private conversation without them okay. hearing. So yeah, but it might be what, like 20, 20 feet 20, away. Yeah, 20, 25. Um, Emron's going to sort of whisper in a low voice to uh, Seth and hopefully to be heard by those closest, not the ones without campfire. Seems like the captain had a bit of a corn response there. It was a bit yep. difficult to tell whether he uh, whether he gave the right answer. Though. Oh, fucked it. I didn't have a clue. Well, <laughs> at least he didn't try and kill us straight away. Though I would suggest um, that we do a watch all the way through the night between our group rather than letting them take a watch. Yes, um, or we just kill them now. Well, well I, suspect, I suspect we were in some kind of... But they could, they could get us towards Princess. Shadow of Snake Run Princess. without... Any difficulty? Princess. Why is he saying princess? princess? What's fucking wrong with you, Alpha? Alpha. Princess. Alpha. Princess. Punch him in the face. Princess. He's going to give us away. He's lost his fucking mind. Reigns will take out um, this time. A, a damn last night, goddamn potato peeler. He'll just take out a bit of cutlery from his um, bag of holding. And he's just going to start casting as a ritual to detect magic. Just to, what the hell is happening here, Alpha? Princess. He's going to spend like 10 minutes just like, Princess. like pointing and scanning. Princess. Turn it down a bit. You're going to. Princess. Fuck me. Princess. Princess. Incest? Princess. What is. <laughs> Princess. 
Is, Fuck is, you. Are you getting louder, uh, Alpha? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alpha's getting slowly louder. He's been saying he's just kind of like a, a, a record player that's skipping at the moment, just going, Princess. Yeah, we heard that bit. All um, in the uh, same tone? Yeah, same musical? kind of monotone for it. Alpha, if you could, uh, if we could not right now, that'd be great. Princess. Can I hear this? Princess. Fucking like steal his or something. This is gonna give um, us away. Yeah. I, okay, okay. Right, yeah, this is I'm gonna weird. can I as I'm hearing this and I'm stuck, do I see kind of like this kind of this animation unease? Yeah. Yes. The animated characters kind of as Alpha starting to um Princess. Yeah, yeah that exactly. <laughs> uh Nix is gonna just kind of quickly oh, I've got something, I've got something. This could help, this could help. Flick through the book. Princess. All right, motherfucker, oh. I'm doing it. I'm looking through a book. All right. And then in the air, <laughs> Princess. Nix will just grab a handful of sound uh sand from the ground and in the air he's gonna just make a Princess. Kind of spherical uh Princess. motion with it as it falls around him and at Princess level. I'm going to cast silence. Prince, uh, 120 foot range on it, and bam, straight onto Alpha, and <sighs> and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> 15 foot. Uh, it's uh, it so I can cast at 120 oh. foot, uh, and it's a 15 foot mm-hmm. sphere. So it doesn't uh, affect the other guys. So okay. for the duration and its concentration, up to 10 minutes, uh, no sound can be created within or pass through a 20 foot. Sorry. Radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened when entering inside. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. That's the second level. And for your uh, lovely knowledge, it's a warlock spell. Okay. Um, Rains will not Hang on, please. Rains. <laughs> Hang on. So. As this is getting increasingly louder, all four of the uh, newfound acquaintances turn from their position and just look over towards Alpha. <clears throat> and then this silence just falls over the entire party. All of you staring at Alpha as Alpha is just frozen on spot, repeating the same word, princess, 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 silence. That is where we're going to end this week's episode of the Table Tip of the Fellowship. Whoa. Table Tip, <laughs> table tip of the Fellowship. <laughs> Done something um, to my tip, Danny, my lord. I think, I think Alpha's got a RAM problem. I think I'm broken. processing issue. Um, disc defragging. Let me try turning him off and on again. He needs a good defragging, mm. if I ever did see. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck's up with him? We'll find know. out next week, which Shit. is a perfect way for me to segue into saying thank you very much for listening and making us part of your everyday week. Wee! love you for it if nah we're on x fellowship table and then i guess we'll post every now and then i say that i don't think we posted for six months but you can yeah. the the channel is still open and we do get dms and messages so if you wanted to follow us individually you can do so i'm at i rolled one darren's at darren page 06 callum's at princess i mean bd20 <laughs> gamer <laughs> Mark is at Hasty the Roll DM. Alpha Will is at Natural 20 Will. Beta Will is at Fellowship NPC PC. And I lost you, so I cut you off there, Will. I'm sorry. Uh, what ah, say, at what NPC PC? Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's at Fellowship NPC Elon Musk PC. Would. 
Elon Musk. <laughs> That's the one. Thanks, Will. Community <laughs> knows it. And our illustrious DM can be found at Total Party Thrills. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell.